So we met through Instagram, another Instagram friend, right? We yes, met through Instagram. That's the yeah. only way I meet people now. Yeah. Is it? Do you have actual friends that are? No, you're the only one. Okay. But I am an actual <laughs> friend. Yeah. You're like one of three and a half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you have like a really like, I feel like out of all the people that I, not out of people, I'm not going to compare people, but your community that you have is like pretty engaged with your like content and like you have a real I don't know if I'd say following. You have a following, but, like, people are, like, really engaged with you because you're hilarious. Uh, well, thank you. And second of all, I think it's mostly Harlow, like I said. Yeah. Like, anytime someone has ever come up to me, they're like, where's Harlow? Why isn't Harlow with you? And I'm like, well, he's usually always with me, but it's, like, the one time he's not. And then I I just disappoint people. But <laughs> And, like, do, does anyone think he's, like, not real? Like, or that, like – um. No, do you think that? (laughs) (laughs) I just did. (laughs) No. It just crossed my mind. But then I was like, how would she make like a fake dog? I do wonder if some people think like we just put it on for show, like in the background, we're not really friends, but that's, it's not like that. No. We're even better friends. (laughs) Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys clearly like each other. Yeah, we're best friends. Um, I can't have a dog because Anna's allergic, but I really do like dogs. Yeah. I've heard that like there's- Can you rehome her? (laughs) it would be so sad if like i got a dog home really loved the dog and then i had to get rid of anna yeah you know would your mom take her she probably would yeah Yeah. she likes her a lot (laughs) (laughs) oh that's hard yeah so well okay so we met and we did a comedy show together and i got really familiar with your content because i was following you and i've always like been trying to figure out like do you consider yourself a blogger Yes, I consider myself the oldest blogger. Okay. <laughs> I've the really OG, been, yes, the OG I've blogger. been doing it for 11 years. But you kind of do it in a way that's like not a blogger. You're kind of like making fun of bloggers, but you are a blogger. That's like the shtick, right? Kind well, of. Well, so I've thought about this shtick a lot. <laughs> and my shtick is that like whatever I've been doing, like when I was in sales or I've just had a lot of weird jobs, I was always making fun of the jobs yes so it's like it's not necessarily that it's blogging i'm making fun of it's just like i just like to make fun of what i'm doing mm-hmm. you know like yeah. i just like to be self-deprecating and i started blogging just for writing purposes mm-hmm. um i was telling you i'm bad with technology i really didn't know how to check stats on my blog for like three years and, and then yeah. i found out one day i was like whoa there's a back end like <laughs> that's hilarious. like i didn't add photos it was just me like rambling about like this boss i hated Okay. So and but you're like a really good writer. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. And you're working kind of working on a book? I finished um my first book and I'm shopping around for agents. I'm not getting an agent yet. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. But um I'm working on another book now just because I realized that's what gets me up in the morning. That's awesome. So to have a purpose for writing. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have like a a practice that you do? Do you have like a like something that you do every day the same like with writing or yes I do a lot of weird things okay tell us about it so I love to get up at like my perfect time is like 4 30 now this doesn't happen all the time but when I go the when I go to bed (laughs) when I go to bed the (laughs) night before I will literally like ask the muses to wake me up in the morning oh uh, and I know this sounds weird but it works it's so bizarre like sometimes I'll wake up two minutes before my alarm goes off no way. It's crazy. So you do this before you go to bed? Yeah. I'll be okay. like, muses, I really need you to get me up in the morning. I need your help. I can't do this. This is like Elizabeth Gilbert stuff. Like I, I can't it. claim to yeah. invent it. And then when I get up that early, I go downstairs and I light a candle mm-hmm. and I feed Harlow breakfast. 
And then because I have, Harlow exists. Yeah. He's very real. Mm-hmm. And then that's like the perfect time for me to write is because I feel like I I don't have any like um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Just junk in my mind. Yeah. So then I will sit there and I'll get like four hours of good writing in and then it goes by so fast. It's like eight thirty at that point. Yeah, when I'm waking, basically <laughs> when I'm waking up, you've gotten four full hours of like full writing done. I wouldn't say four full hours. It's like one hour of me just like staring at the wall, being like, "Wow, I love this time of day." And but then even an hour, <laughs> like even a like, let's say you get an hour total of like act. That's more than like that's like a huge. I guess that's why people wake up early. Yeah. That's the thing. It is it's it's crazy. Thing. It is, yeah. and it doesn't like I said, it doesn't happen all the time. But when it does, I'm like yeah. so happy about it. Do you go to bed really early? Like, what do you consider early? Like, I consider 10 o'clock. I think I consider 10 and before, like, before yeah. 10 early. So I used to go to bed at, like, 11, and then I did an iPhone update, mm-hmm. and my iPhone set a new bedtime for me. Okay. I don't know if this happened to anybody else, <laughs> but the weird thing it is I obeyed the iPhone, it. it was the muses. Oh, yeah. Well, someone got yeah. in my phone, set a new bedtime, and suddenly at this certain time, it was, like, played a lullaby and I was like, oh, it's time for bed now. I don't even know. I didn't set it. So the yeah. iPhone or the muses. And then so now that new bedtime someone set for me is like 9.30. Okay. And so you do that. Mm-hmm. You follow it. Are you always? Yeah. Are you a rule follower, would you say? No, absolutely not. But that works for you. But that one works for me. I don't have that. On, I mean, I'm sure I have that feature on my phone. But what does it do? Like send you a message that says it's time to go to bed? It's the sweetest little lullaby. Yeah. <laughs> that lasts for three seconds. And I hear it and my eyes get heavy. Oh my god. I'm like a really good sleeper too. Like yeah. the moment I hit the pillow, Do I fall you? asleep. Oh, I'm I know. so jealous. People hate that yeah. about me. But yeah. Okay, so what else? What are you like what are you working on now? What are you like what are you excited about when you see the social media and where it's going and like what's cause I feel like you're doing more characters maybe? <laughs> That's why I'm loving the characters. Um so something about me is that I've never liked taking photos. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I went through a stage like two years ago where it's like, I'm just going to be a fashion blogger because mm-hmm. that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And I was so uncomfortable with it. And I felt like that discomfort was clearly showing in my photos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who am I trying to be here? I hate this. And yeah. so I've kind of – I have started doing more videos because that's what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And like my like the way that I gauge these things, I'm like, if I feel stupid doing this, I'm not posting it. I only post things where like I've had fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And if people think it's stupid, I'm like, I just don't really care because it's a joy to make. Oh, that's so lovely. That's like, yeah, kind of how I decide on. Like, that's like something I feel like you could apply to your like life. Like that's yeah. a pretty insightful like thing. Like if you're having fun, yeah. It's amazing because other people, I think, feel that energy coming through and like laugh. And then if you feel stupid, like I felt really stupid doing this house tour that I did. And I feel like it comes through, you know. That's an improv thing. Yeah. Didn't you learn that in improv? I don't know. I didn't pay that much attention. Oh. But tell me what it was. Well, you're going to have to pay for that class. but (laughs) (laughs) I'll pay you. Just tell me. Give me the insight. Well, if you feel stupid doing something on stage, then your audience will feel stupid. Oh, right, right. So they have to trust that you know, you're on board with it and they will be too. Right. Okay. Yeah. I So I either need to like, how do Sign I- Sign up get... for Second City. <laughs> no, don't. No, I, I did do. this stand-up. I did, well, I did the improv classes. Yeah. Um, and that would go like, I would feel complete dread. Me too. Leading up to the class. Complete dread, full body, Um, you know, a f- like just full body convulsions. Mm-hmm. Walking in, then I do it and be really nervous. And then I feel amazing for like 30 minutes and then it would start again. Yeah. Pretty much, mm-hmm. which is how like how goes. I feel before doing stand up too. 
Yeah. Except I don't dread – I guess I don't dread stand-up as much as I dreaded improv. I don't know. There's something about improv. I was terrible at improv, so I forced it and I really wanted it to be good. But then at some point I was like, you got to stop. Um, I've noticed that I like match – like a lot of times I'll start to talk like my guest. So if like people think we're talking alike, I like match my guest's like – energy or something okay now i want to try to match yours (laughs) (laughs) should we do this thing now we're doing the hand thing we're doing the mirror game oh my gosh (laughs) we're doing improv (laughs) so you did improv classes at second city i did as one does yes what was your um did where did you go to college did you go to college i went to the university of nebraska the university of nebraska my Mm -hmm. dad is from my dad's family is from nebraska really Mm -hmm. omaha i don't know Mm. i'm gonna text him right now i'm gonna find out um, so I'll let you know when he texts me back. Um, what was I saying? Oh, you went to college there. I did. Yeah. And then what was your major? English and a focus in creative writing. Oh, nice. <laughs> did you? Yeah. I was an English major too. Yeah. I feel like that was just what I did because I didn't know what else to do. And I mm-hmm. wish someone would have been like, you should be in advertising or you should do like this or like, I feel like English majors don't get a lot of love. I feel like I shouldn't have gone to college. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what I got from it. Yeah, I can't follow that up because I don't know what I did got. Did you like it? Did you I did like college. Yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, yep. <laughs> Were you in a sorority? I was. What sorority? K-A-P-P-A-A-L-P-H-A-T-H-E-T-A. Cap Alpha Theta. Okay. You were in Theta? <laughs> yes. Okay. I liked Thetas. I went Good. to University of Oklahoma and I was yeah. a tri-delt. Okay. But I liked the Thetas. I actually kind of wanted to be a Theta, but my friend's sister was a Delt, Tri-Delt, mm-hmm. and so she, like, rushed me really hard, you know? Yeah. It was hard to say no. Yeah. They didn't allow me to rush <laughs> when I, like, <laughs> like was older. rush people? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the most social, like, bubbly girls got to, like, go after the good ones. And right. And like, Taylor, why don't you go refill the napkins? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until I was a senior when they're like, all right, we'll let her talk to one person. They didn't know. They could have gotten such cooler they people could in have, there. I, if you would have rushed me, I'd have been like, I'm going to be a theta. Yeah. For sure. There's at least, like, two people listening right now who said they liked me rushing yeah, them. for sure. I'm sure. So. I didn't like that process. I thought it was no. very, like – Did you guys have the thing where – like, because I wasn't from Oklahoma, I was from Texas, so I didn't know, like, a ton of people from Oklahoma mm-hmm. go to Oklahoma. I'm imagining same with Nebraska. No, Nebraska gets people from all over. People oh, love really? that school. No, I'm I kidding. Don't, I don't know anything <laughs> about kidding. schools. <laughs> you could have tricked no, me. No, no. We're not, like, an elite I don't think go. Oklahoma is either. So we would, but, like, <laughs> the girls that, like, went to, like, high school with some of the girls and, like, from, like, Lawton or, like, you know, like, some little town mm-hmm. in Oklahoma, like, you didn't even have to, like, we would have a meeting and then, like, you'd be like, oh, Amber, T- you know, Amber Taylor. And someone would just be like, hometown girl, no. Oh, for rushing, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, they would just be like, all you had to say was, like, hometown girl. I think hometown girl meant slut. Oh, okay. I, w- I didn't know what that meant. Um, Did you ever hear that term? <laughs> we just, uh, we called slut sluts. <laughs> Which, this was pre-slut shaming. Or wait, no, that was height of slut shaming. Excuse me. Yeah, that was the height I'm of slut shaming. I'm glad that we have... Evolved. I'm glad too. Yeah, because none of those girls were sluts. Yeah, let they them, were just yeah, let them just, do what they want. Yeah, do what they yeah. want to do. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I didn't become a hometown girl until after college, but I feel like I was late. You know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, um, okay. So the characters. Can we talk more about <laughs> uh, what's the characters? The cooking character's name? Uh, Lavana. Lavana. <laughs> yeah. Could we c- actually? Could we channel Lavana right now? 
Uh, not without my cigarette and oxygen okay. tube. I really like. I put those on, and Chris is like, "Oh no, like it's gonna be." What is Chris like? What is Chris? Is your husband like? What does he think about like everything? So he's not home for a majority of the character work. Yeah, which I think is like why the characters come out because it's like, well, I haven't talked to you in a while. I guess I'll talk to myself. Yeah. Um, but he just kind of like laughs and turns the other way. Like he knows what he got into. Yeah, it's definitely like accelerated is that the right word um like gotten more aggressive my characters i think that's good for us <laughs> yeah because it's really funny yeah and lavana is based off of um, i tanya the movie I, tanya yeah yes which so, i love that movie i feel like I we connect too. over that because i like yes. to use her picture when my daughter's playing hockey even though it's not ice skating yes i feel like it's similar and i always get jealous when i see you at these hockey practices drinking wine you could come to one and i could bring hannah and we could do like a thing. Yes. And even if you felt awkward in the photos, I feel like that might be even better. Well, no, I'd like to be in character in the photos. Oh, okay. Then Let's I don't do feel that. awkward. Let's do an Itania photo yeah. shoot slash hockey practice wine fest. Yes. <laughs> we'll wear sweatshirts that say skate wet. Do you know skate what I'm talking wet. about? Yes. It's like the worst, best line. I definitely, I'm Googling it right now to buy them. Are they on Amazon, you think? <laughs> no, I'm going to make them. Oh, okay. no, I'm kidding. You should. You'll have at least one customer. Yeah. At least two. So Lavana and she mm-hmm. cooks. Do you cook in your real life or do you only cook recipes that Lavana would make? Chris does a lot of the cooking. He is what I call like the gourmet cook and I'm like the Midwest cook. Mm-hmm. Like I do a lot of my mom's recipes, but then we don't eat red meat, which is not Midwest. Yeah. But- so like a lot of like um, cream of mushroom soup like recipes or like cheese whiz. I mean, give her a little more credit than that. (laughs) It's more like she made goulash all the time, but it was Nebraska goulash. I only said cream of mushroom soup because that's like cheese whiz, cream of mushroom soup. Like those were definitely ingredients in like my mom's kitchen. And I I freaking loved her cooking. Yeah. Did you ever have tater tot casserole? No, but that sounds amazing. Any casserole. Yes. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I had cheese broccoli casserole, Mm -hmm. which was basically frozen broccoli. Mm -hmm cheese whiz, mm-hmm. cream of mushroom soup, and it's like you just put it in this and you just cook it. Cheese whiz, like from the can? Yep. The last ingredients on cheese whiz, you know how they list the ingredients uh-huh. like from the top, what's in it the most? Yep. Cheese is the last thing listed because it actually has. But it's listed <laughs> at least. <laughs> it's listed. But it actually has like the least amount of cheese. Like, huh. I don't know what's in it. Yeah. Uh, now I want to know what the top ingredient yeah it's some sort of chemical i'm sure Mm -hmm. but we used to get um for like christmas and thanksgiving we'd just get like celery sticks with like a swipe of cheese whiz okay it's delicious i'm looking around your closet and you've come a long way since the (laughs) celery and cheese whiz days (laughs) it's true did you get oranges in your stockings um, we got candy in our stockings yeah. and lottery tickets. Mm. My, my grandparents would put lottery tickets in our. I still get lottery tickets. Do you? Yes, it's my favorite gift. Is that like a thing? Yes, it is. Because I've never met anyone else who got lottery tickets growing up. There must be like some Nebraska Texas similarities. Mm-hmm. Let's see if my dad texts me back. Oh, Lincoln. Lincoln's a big town. Yeah, it's, it's right. the capital, right? Yeah. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Lincoln. Yep. That's all I got. He didn't. He didn't reprimand me for not knowing either. Yeah. Just one word. My dad is a man of few words. Just clearly. Lincoln. <laughs> Most people are like, why? Why are you what? asking? <laughs> <laughs> Not my dad. Okay. So tell me about your recent, um, your t-shirt, your retail. My retail Retail shop. side. Your, sh- your shop. 
So it's 2020. I started it in 2014 with 12 shirts. And my goal was, this was in August. And I was like, man, I really don't want to get a job till October. I was like, I hope this can hold me over for two months. This was at a period in my life where I'd been like, let go from my last job. The company went under and I just did not want to work for someone again. Mm -hmm. So you started this before blogging or kind of simultaneously? Blogging started in 2009. This was when I was working a job in Lincoln that I left at lunch. I just put my stuff in the drawers like I can't come back. Stop it. I've done that a few times. And I'm not boasting about it, but I do think it's not a terrible quality because I know what I don't want. Uh (laughs) Right. So that was a Lincoln job. I just left. And then Chris and I went to like Worlds of Fun in Kansas City. (laughs) The same day? Yeah. So tell me how that phone call went. Did he know you were doing that or was it just like you decided? He knew I was doing it, but I don't think he thought I would do it. He's like... He's very into rules, which is good. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I left that lunch and then I just emailed my manager. I was like, hey, uh, I'm not coming back. <laughs> and I was like, I left all my stuff in the desk. And she, I don't think she wrote me back. She didn't. We didn't get along that well. <laughs> I've, I don't have a lot of managers I've gotten along well with. And that's um, a flaw on my part. But I recognize it. So that's why I work for myself. Right. Okay. I got mm-hmm. it. And so then you started the t-shirt. Well, then we moved to Chicago. Yeah. And then I had another job that didn't go well. What um, was that job? Well, which one should I talk about? There was one where I was in sales and I also left that one at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never good left thing, a job it's at not lunch. lunchtime yeah. right now. <laughs> it's a really nervous. good feeling. Um, I have never done that. Yeah. And it's not like I was there for like a long time. Like I wasn't impacting that many people. Yeah. I'm sure some people are like, what a jerk. And I get that it it is a selfish move, but I'm like, I don't want to waste anyone else, any more yeah. time. Were you, is that something that you have like throughout your, like a quality you practice throughout your life? Quitting like, things? Peop- not oh. quitting things, but just like being very like, like, I don't know. Did you do that in relationships where you're like, yeah, this isn't working? Uh, no, Chris is my first relationship. Oh, okay. It's gone pretty well. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chris is like, yeah. Chris is good. He's a nice guy. No, I always had this feeling. I'm like, the first guy I date will be my husband. Oh my god! Well, and then I waited till I was like, well, 21 seemed old at the time. Yeah. So for Nebraska and Texas, I feel like yeah, it's like it's like 30. Yeah, that's like 30. Yeah. I always because I had um I got married at 28, and I always felt like like child bride. Mm -hmm. You know, here. Yeah. But like at home, I was like elderly bride exactly yeah like why don't you have five kids by now right i taught english in peru and i remember the the kids this is so random the kids would be like i was like 22 and they'd be like do you have kids and i'd be like no and they'd be like oh my (laughs) goodness (laughs) old maid yeah exactly so then you okay so you left that job at lunch Mm -hmm. and then the next job i got after that was fundraising for Mm -hmm. schools Mm -hmm. so I'm not sure if this happens at your children's school, but Mm -hmm. people go into gymnasiums in elementary schools and they're like, hey, kids, do you want to sell some cookie dough and make some money? And then you play jock jams and you Uh dance around the gym like a fool to get kids excited to sell cookie dough. Do you know what I'm talking about? We don't do that, but I feel like we should. So that I was that person who would walk in and pump children up to be little salespeople. For cookie dough. Mm -hmm. Was it good good cookie dough? I never had it. (laughs) (laughs) It was a crazy job, like giving a presentation to what a did the gym job full. Description look like on that. Like, what was the ad for that? Like, I fun, think it just said like fundraising, um, fundraising, and like work remote. And I was like, I can do that. 
I never like I couldn't stand going to an office clearly. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. like, I can do this job. And then I would just kind of float outside of my body and like go into character like, well, today I'm the fundraising lady. Mm-hmm. And it was a little humiliating, but um I've had humiliating jobs, you know, so was, I'd love to see fundraising lady. You know who's better than fundraising lady? Culinary lady. I forgot about this job. I'd go into high schools dressed like Iron Chef, wearing yeah. like a chef's coat, and I had a knife kit, and I'd pull a cooler in, and I'd be like, all right, guys, who wants to go to culinary school? And I would do knife skills, and I'd make food while talking to them. Stop it. Mm-hmm. And I recruited for culinary school. That's amazing. Um, how did you learn to do the knife? Did you have to learn that? That was a part of the training was knife skills. And so did I Did you go have- to the same place that trains the Benihana people? Probably. No, it's um, – I don't think the school – no, the school is around still. It's, so it's not like knife tricks. It's like cutting and stuff. It's just like rocking the boat. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, then maybe that was the only trick. But I just got really fast yeah. at it and like I wouldn't look and the kids would be like, look down. You're going to cut off your finger. And I'd be yeah. like, no, I'm did not. Did you do that thing where like, you know, they like do this? Did you ever play that game as a kid? No, like that's your- like a prison game where you <laughs> cut off your finger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do that in classrooms. <laughs> That was not probably not good in schools. No. Is that the craziest job you've ever had? I think culinary one is the craziest. Yeah. Or I worked for the lottery once and we traveled along with carnies. That one was weird. Like carnival people. <laughs> I got to be good friends with like the DC Lynch folk. Um, <laughs> That's where we traveled across Western Nebraska. And that was interesting. Um, so like I said, I've, I have a, like a weird work history. Yeah, I do too. I have a really – but I feel like that's why we're doing what we're doing now. Exactly. Because like what would be – I don't know. And that's why I'm grateful like that I get to do what I'm doing now. Because even though I didn't put in that much time, like I know some people have to work terrible jobs their whole life, which I can't right. imagine. Right. I put in some years of some weird stuff, so. Yeah. What What would you say your favorite part of what you do now is? Being with Harlow all day. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> That's so sweet. We have just issues. Like, even as you saw me leaving him today, he was like, what are you doing? Like, he, he gets, like, he's I feel like he's needy. talking. Do you ever feel like dogs are trapped in their bodies and they want to talk? Well, this is where you're going to think I'm really delusional. I forget he can't talk. Yeah. Like, I think he does talk because I just know every expression so He's, like, well. very animated. He's manipulative, too. And he's just, I mean, I've seen a lot of dogs. I had a dog growing up, and I feel like he's exceptionally, like, um, what's the word? Like emotive. Mm-hmm. Like he li- he really does look like he's saying something. No. And then I well actually I don't know if it's that or like your commentary that like makes me think that because then think, you like say you know yeah. like, you talk to him on it so I feel like it's a combination of me kind of acting like a dog and him acting like a human because we mm-hmm. rubbed off on each mm-hmm. other and spent so much time together. It's so cute. I actually you should have brought him. You could you could have brought him or he's not well, good in new spaces. He's fine, but he would just be like, when he gets bored, he literally goes, and like a toddler. So he'd be at the door like, I'm bored. But then I would be like worrying about him. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like having a kid, like just like I'd be like not want a toddler here. I'd be like, you're taking care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, all right. We're like. I didn't even talk about t-shirts. Whoops. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about t-shirts. What do you want to know? (laughs) Okay. So what are the like. What, what, where did you get the inspiration and like, what's your favorite part about it? So I get inspiration just from, we live in such like a graphic world where everything Mm -hmm. has print on it. Mm -hmm. And it's weird the way my mind works. I'll see something and I think it says one thing, 
and it's always something different. And this could also be a little bit of my dyslexia. Mm -hmm. But then that thing that I thought it said, I was like, well, that should be on a shirt. Mm -hmm. That's like kind of how I get so many of my ideas. And like I said, I didn't think this was going to be a lifetime thing. I just thought I would sell 20 shirts and not have to get a job for two Mm -hmm. months because I wanted to just have fun during football season. Right. And then it just kept growing. And um, I'm at like, I don't even want to quote a number. I feel like it's like 60,000 shirts now or Holy something. Holy freaking cow. That's a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and the new thing for 2020 is that I'm getting my collegiate license. So I get to make like more game day gear that is licensed and official. No so way. Been- How did you get that? You apply for it? I'm trying to think how to say this correctly. So I did things incorrectly in the past, mm-hmm. unknowingly, and suffered from it. Mm-hmm. Some of one of my trademarks I had to give up. Oh, got it. So you so, have these things trademarked? Only the good ones. Okay. But trademarks and t-shirt world really don't matter because mm-hmm. you have to fight for it. And it's just – it's a vicious world, t-shirt world, because mm-hmm. everybody just copies everyone. Right. And that's probably the thing that I've gotten – a lot better with is that I just let it go. If someone Otherwise, I was stuff. just so like I got very lucky in 2016, and I was the first to put "Married AF" on a shirt. No way, I was, and I now know that like the way ideas work, I probably beat someone by a week. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. just yeah. But I tried to hold on to that, and anytime someone would do it, I'd be like oh, I did this first, and I'd send emails, yeah. and I was so angry. Um, it was such a waste of time. Yeah. And so now I just make something and I'm like happy I get it for a few weeks. Right. Don't get me wrong. I still get mad when I see the bigger retailers copy me, but there's just nothing you can do. Did you ever – have you ever had a thought, not executed it, and then had it someone else make it and you're like, why didn't I do that? Like, why didn't I carry that through? No, I think what I've had instead is thoughts not do well at all. <laughs> yeah. And how do you deal with that? I either give them away. I only have to order 12 in the beginning. Okay. So I always just start with a minimum of 12 shirts, and I know within two hours if the shirt's oh, going to wow. do well or okay. not. And how is it mainly you're just promoting it on Instagram or are there other places? Facebook is a huge place. Okay, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm never on Facebook. There are a lot of people still on Facebook. Yeah, no, I think that's <laughs> Which, like where the people are. And like, it's very easy to do advertising on there. Mm-hmm. And – for like my game day stuff, that's where I do all of it. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't realize. Face shout out to Facebook. Yeah, this is sponsored, <laughs> not sponsored by Facebook, but we're open to that. Yeah, um, that's cool. I need to get back on Facebook. I'm not, I'm not on it ever. It just feels. I've talked about this before, but more than Instagram, it feels like a like emotional, like roller coaster ride for me when I, I read other people's posts because I feel like people are more open to like just dropping that shit yeah Yeah. and i just i can't do it 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 like affects me more than it used to mine is just a stream of people being like this dog needs a home please save this dog and so i've set myself in that world Mm -hmm. but still it's like my facebook's just heartbreaking because it's all these dogs and i'm just like oh my gosh it's just overwhelming so then i just is there are there any like local like charities or anything that you reckon like because i know you're so into animals like is there anything like that you recommend or that you love in Chicago that's making a difference? The or One of the shelters nationally. that I worked with most in the beginning where I sent um, a majority of like – so I donate a portion from every dog t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I've donated over 10,000. Just let me slip that in. Wow. <laughs> proud of that one. That's really uh, cool. That's really so, something to be proud of. Thank you. A majority went to felines and canines in the beginning. I volunteered there for a bit. And then I just kind of – 
I switched for no other reason just because I saw another shelter that needed help. You know, and it's just mm-hmm. like there's so many. So now I really like um, One Tail at a Time. Okay. I mean, they're all so great. That's why it's just yeah. who who do you send it to? Because there's yeah, so many. And then so many. Um, there's one in Kansas City called Unleashed that I send a lot of donations to because she goes all over the country and gets these dogs. And Oh, really? Oh man, yeah. Do you ever think about like fostering, like having another dog, or is hard? I fostered before, and it didn't go well, and I felt like such a loser because I boast like I want to save dogs, and then I tried to like do it, yeah, and I failed at it, and I felt like you're still saving dogs. So yeah, until I have a yard, I can give financially. Um, Yeah, I just we're four floors up, and yeah, it's hard. And how, like, I'm not a dog owner. I haven't, I mean, I had one when I was a kid, but I don't know. It's just having a dog in the city seems complicated. Like, how many times do they have to go out? Do you, like, have to take, and Har's big. Like, yeah. he likes to walk and, like, move around. And I don't know. It it's seems- hardest right now. We are in, like, yeah. the worst of the worst. Like, where right when we get up, we go out at, like, you know, if it's my one of my early calls, he yeah. doesn't get to go out before 5 a.m. Yeah. That's just my rule. But he doesn't, like, get up in the middle of the night. No, unless he's sick. And yeah. in that case, I know something is bad. Like, right. one time we switched dog food and it was bad. And he's literally like, I got to go, I got to go. And so then I yeah. run out. But otherwise, we go to the park at least four times a day. Oh, you do? Yeah. But you're such yeah. a good – like, most dog – not all dog owners do that. No. I just feel owner. like when he looks at me and he's bored, I feel like I failed him for the day. Like, I just want him to be happy. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> I just want him to be happy. That is so. so sweet. Um, and how long? How old is he? He's nine and a half. Oh, so sweet. And Vigilas live a very long time. So yeah. Oh, what kind of dog is? I know he's Vizla. This a is your most frequently asked question. <laughs> he's a Vigila, and for big dogs, they I mean can live to be like fourteen, fifteen, yeah, sixteen. I hope ours twenty. Yeah. When I moved to Chicago, my roommate and I. It was my best friend from middle school, so we had like a long history. And we, you know, toyed with the idea of getting a Great Dane. Oh, I love those too. I love I those dogs, but I'm so glad we didn't They're do just it. Beautiful, it was such a bad idea for like two 24 yeah. year olds. But I still love them. Like they're like when they're puppies and their paws mm-hmm. are like so big. I don't know. Yeah. I just I like big dogs. I just love all the dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I want to. I want to try. My friend has a um something doodle doodle. They're supposed to be good for in there. So we're gonna like keep him for the weekend and mm-hmm. see if Anna can handle it. But yeah. there's like shots. She can suck stuff. it up, right? Yeah, like, she can suck it up. Just a little sniffle, a yeah. little hive She'll here and fine. there. A little. She can breathe yeah, a little bit. She's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. I got some questions. People are responding. And um, she, okay, so Kate says, oh, this will be a good one. Based on her stand-up, I saw at St. Jane, which was so fucking brave and incredible. I would love to hear her thoughts on the evolution of comedy as more women come into the space? Ooh. That's a great question. That is a good question. But we, So we can, like, talk about it, like, I think it is interesting, like, from the Me Too stuff, like, how it was this boys club before mm-hmm. and how women were sort of on the outskirts of it, right? There's still always women. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what's her face? Ugh, what's that woman. one woman comedian we know? What's that <laughs> one woman? Back in the day, she was so funny. Oh, God, I can't think of her name. She was, like, she did the fashion stuff. But she had all this plastic surgery, but she was so funny. I, I can't – I think of Joan her Rivers? Joan Rivers, okay. yeah. Yeah, Joan Rivers. Yeah. But now there's so many more women. I can't imagine being a comedian back then as a woman. Because right. even like now, it's so bizarre the comments you get were like, I usually don't think women are funny, but you're funny. It's like, okay, thank right. you. You said That's that – like you said that out loud. Do you realize yeah. that? Yeah. I th- 
I don't know about you, but I feel like the evolution of comedy is just necessary. Like when people are like, you can't say anything anymore. We are in an environment where people get offended really easily. But I think back to my old comedy when I first started and it was awful. It was like shock comedy. Right. Because I grew up with that. And I was like, I can say something offensive because, you know, that's comedy. And it was just like, it makes me cringe. Like right. I'm so glad that I stepped away for a bit and like kind of evaluated like, why are you saying that stuff? Right. Well, you evolved as well. Like I told yeah. you Chicago made me a better person. Right. right. Um, so I think, you know, it's necessary. And if you can't figure out a way to make people laugh in a way that's, you know, you're not being a terrible person, then maybe you right. need to look at yourself. Absolutely. That's kind of my thoughts. Yeah, I um, think that's, yeah. Like we were talking a happy medium, there should be a little bit less of the constantly offended by everything. But are those people really loving comedy to that's start with? That's the thing. Like, I do feel like people are so, like, it's, everyone's so sensitive now. But I think it's just because you have to swing. It was so far yeah. on the other side that mm-hmm. now it's just like it's like a pendulum, right? It's like now we're here mm-hmm. and hopefully we can be at like um, Chili's, you know? Like maybe Chili's is the medium between um, Tao and Jaimitos. I – it could be. <laughs> is there one in Chicago even? <laughs> there used to be and I love – I don't know. I just – I loved That's Chili's. That's a Texas thing, right? Or Chili's no? is a Texas thing. Yeah, It's kind of like Applebee's. I mean I know it's everywhere. I just – yeah. Yeah, there was one at um, Ontario and State. Really? Yeah, huh. for a long time. Okay. Yeah, I was sad when it left because I used to live right there and I would eat there all the time. Huh. I, always my podcast comes back to food. Chili's even? Chili's, <laughs> just bad food. That's okay. Um, yeah, okay, let's see. That I think that's a that's a good answer. Thank you, Kate, for your question. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for your compliment, Kate. Yes. What do you – so like, can we talk about that? What did you – because I thought it was hilarious. And I know a oh. lot of – I know people had – different reactions which is great i think good comedy like should make you think but what was your like now months out what's months your, out, what are your thoughts i still think that was like one of my favorite sets i've written because mm-hmm. it was so personal and so important to me mm-hmm. um it really in case anyone doesn't know what we're talking about yeah yeah, a, little what we're talking about, yeah. Um, a big part of my set was focused on the miscarriage i had which led to this partial molar pregnancy, which could be cancer, blah, blah, blah. I'm better now. But I'm curious if, like, I should have prefaced the set better. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, no, there was just a few people. I feel like you were, like, defending – like, there's nothing to defend, you know? Like, what comedian comes out and says, like, hey, I hope this doesn't make you uncomfortable. But exactly. I feel like if you're uncomfortable, like, that's okay. Like, you're yeah. allowed to have your reaction, um, you know, but maybe just not, like, out loud. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's like <laughs> – Maybe not. Maybe not like, you know, just have it like personally. There was a heckler there. There was a heckler. I didn't hear the I heckler. I didn't hear her either. And it's a good thing because um, it's a good thing for both of us. Yeah. Because I probably would have said something I shouldn't have. Or like, you know, when you're sharing something that like vulnerable and like. Right. And it probably would have taken me out of the mode. And so I'm glad I didn't hear you. Miss Heckler. Miss Heckler. <laughs> Heckler, if the Heckler wants to come forward, we would be open to doing a podcast, maybe. Oh, I already know. I have <laughs> several people. <laughs> I you had detectives d- on the case who were sending me. Oh, you do? Okay. I don't know yeah. who it was. I hope it wasn't someone that I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was. I feel like my friends are too polite. No, I don't think it was either. Um, but that was a fun time. That room was packed. It was fun. It was super fun. Um, I did hear feedback from the woman who owns it. Who was it? 
was yeah, someone yesterday. Oh, the DJ, mm-hmm. DJ Megan. Yes, I really she liked had told her. DJ that uh, Megan that I always call her. She's in my phone as DJ Megan. Her name is Megan. Um, that she that they want to do it again. Oh, really? Yeah, that's so awesome. We should do it before. And if I'm a DJ, I want to be DJ Taylor. So I think that's like and totally her name fair. is Megan Taylor. So she's oh, DJ okay, Megan cool. Taylor. Well, then you always have to say DJ Megan Taylor. Like, yeah, that's awesome. That's what I say. Yeah. Yeah, DJ. Shout out to DJ Megan Taylor. And Kate, thank you for your question. Um, well, this was super fun. I think it went pretty well considering I had like absolutely no <laughs> preparation whatsoever. Um, thank you so much for coming over here. We had a little um, scheduling <laughs> problem when I, I don't was I think like, it was a problem. It was just. Yeah, I feel know, like we flowed well yeah. with that. We're two people who probably don't schedule, right? Yes. Yeah, no, we don't. And we love rescheduling. Even today, I was like, let's reschedule. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it so much. <laughs> I love, like, canceled plans. I do, too. There's literally nothing I love more. What's, like, what are, like, your top – I know this. I'm putting you on the spot now. What are your top five, like, or top three, like, weird favorite feelings that, like, you know, besides, like, I like ice cream. Like, what are some things that, like, you love that people – my happiest part. People are, I mean, people already know I'm crazy about Harlow, but during my special morning time, mm-hmm. when he crawls under the blanket and lays like right by my legs, I'm like, this is the happiest part of my day. Mm-hmm. That's so, <laughs> so sweet. So that's my happy moment. Yeah. Chris is involved in my happy moments too. I'm just not like, I can gush about my dog in public, but not Chris. That's just not who yeah. we are. Yeah. Um, Chris will be home tonight. So that will be a happy moment. Yeah. Uh, when he orders us like food he doesn't just order like nachos he orders nachos french fries um yeah that's wings he goes all out yeah so that's a happy moment Mm -hmm. um what's your favorite what is your favorite place to order from i'm always looking for new well places i mean it just depends what you're after right Um, but like do you have like a you have like i have like three or four that i like what hit up like um like sushi i do uh cafe I do Summer House a lot. I've been doing Tao. I know that's like so excessive, but it's so good. That's bougie. Our, we're, I know, I'm so thinking bougie. way lower. Well, we're I like want to know. Like, uh, what do you what do you do? Jaimitos. <laughs> What's that? Oh, the burrito place. Jaimitos burritos. Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, where you get like a burrito for two ninety nine. Okay, so that sounds delicious. I'm always looking for. It's like, very similar to Tao. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> it's on caviar. <laughs> yeah. What is the other place we do that you'll love? A uh, super submarine. Okay. Another place you can get like 99 cent something. Awesome. Because <laughs> when we're down. ordering a lot of food, we're probably hungover. So we just, yeah, you know, order a ton of cheap, gross food. I love That's it. That's wonderful. But it is hard to find those places. Like, because there's it's like It's not that hard. I don't know if you're looking. <laughs> I feel like, because I don't, I don't like to go to the ones without reviews. I don't want to get mm-hmm. like food poisoning. I'm totally down for like dirty, like, yeah. but there's like, I feel like there's a line. I don't know. It's probably somewhere between Tao and Jaimitos, but yeah. I'm not sure what it is. I think there's a middle ground there somewhere. <laughs> I'm not, I've never been good at middle ground. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. And um, hopefully we can we can do this again like our comedy show. Yeah. We probably won't, but I hope we do. We could. <laughs> we still totally good. All right. Thanks, Taylor. Thank you. Bye-bye. This podcast was produced by Dante32.